Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your two-time PACE award-winning hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by my great co-host and master griller, Chris Gouts. What's up, Chris? How's it going? Good. So what's going on uh, with you in the department? Well, me personally, uh, as, as we're all listening to this now, I am in Colorado for uh, NIC training for all the other spokesmen and women from around the country, all the other departments of corrections, and I'll actually be leading a presentation on this very podcast. So I'll be sharing the good word of uh, how this all came to be with uh, you and Noah's uh, great idea, or I guess Noah's great idea and you tagging along for the ride. <laughs> uh, so I'm giving a presentation on that and encouraging other states to uh, to do a podcast as well. So hopefully that uh, goes uh, goes according to plan, and it's always a Always a good time. Did it uh, two years ago in Atlanta. Now we'll be in Colorado this year. It's always great to hear what other states are doing uh, and uh, learning from them and hopefully them learning from us. So do you have any highlights of your presentation? Can you give us the, the highlights of what you're going to say? <laughs> how, how long is your speech going to be? Five minutes or two minutes? Or how long? Yeah, I've only, I only get five minutes. Uh, they're doing kind of a lightning round. of They want to get a whole bunch of topics in, so everybody has five minutes. Uh, you just go boom, 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 and you learn a whole bunch of stuff. So... Um, yeah, I'll be just telling the story of the podcast, uh, how it how originated, why we do it, um, some of the some of our favorite guests, some of our, our best friends of the pod. I'll be showing their pictures so they can think about the hear this now and be frightened that uh, other people have seen uh, their pictures and uh, be encouraging people to go on and listen to their episodes. Uh, so I think it'll be good, and I think uh, we've already had a handful of states already, you know, copy us and, and take this on, and some have even reached out and asked us for, you know, our equipment list and exactly what kind of microphones and software we use, and so we've provided that to a number of states, and I'm sure that we'll uh, get a few more after this, and so we'll have probably a few more other departments that'll have these, and we'll start listening to them as well. Well, that's good stuff. Don't forget to talk about the podcast bump. That, that's super important to people who come on that's, here. That's you know, true. Talk I should, about the podcast I should, bump. If I have uh, any, any, a few more seconds to add to my five minutes, it's already a pretty tight five minutes. But well, yeah, you, you better talk a lot faster than what you do then to get uh, all this in in five minutes. So. I'll turn on my micro machine voice. So <laughs> <be good. laughs> well, uh, that sounds like fun, Chris. Good luck, safe travels, Thank and um, so in FOA, you know, the, the carry guide training is still still continues in FOA. Uh, we have a few trainings left. Uh, a lot of staff have been trained so far. Last week, the training was held in Troy uh, for the remainder of the Metro staff, and we're moving on to Northern Michigan, and the training will be held in Gaylord next on August 14th and 15th for all the Northern Michigan staff up there who volunteered to participate in the pilot. Um, you know, we're looking forward to having a special guest on here soon on a podcast, maybe the next month. Uh, it'll be an agent who's using the carry guides, and we're going to talk to her about, you know, any feedback that she has, any feedback that, feedback that she can provide to agents who are doing this. Um, so I'm excited to have, you know, to have her on the podcast and, and spend a spend an episode talking about the guides and what they're used for, because I know you know it, it's a buzzword out there, the carry guides, and you know everybody may not know what they are or wh- why they're important and why we're using them. So we'll have an agent on to talk about that. Very good. And then uh, speaking of uh, Northern Michigan, uh, next week's episode um, is going to be a history lesson of sorts. Um, when we were, Kamara and I were up in the UP earlier this summer, uh, we we're going to relive a conversation we had with uh, Warden Naple and talk about the history, both the good and the bad, and, and uh, of that very uh, famous uh, facility, and talk about some of the uh, some of the 
unfortunate uh, deaths that have occurred of staff, but also uh, pretty exciting uh, things that they've got going on in their future. So I encourage people to uh, take that in, especially if you love history or if you love uh, the Marquette Branch Prison, make sure you let people know that next week will be a great one to tune into and listen. Or if you love stories, because there's lots of there's lots of stories that are going to be told. There are so many stories. And in fact, we're probably going to have to do some more episodes just on Marquette, because after we turn the camera off, uh, we... Uh, and the warden told us even more stories that we didn't even know existed. So I think this is uh, one that's ripe for more uh, future uh, podcasts. Yeah, no, I'm excited about the market. The, the history up there alone, just to see the prison and how how old it is and um, the uniqueness of it. It's I'm excited to hear, you know, the next week's podcast and some stories on the Marquette Branch Prison. But first, you know, before we get to that, um, this week's podcast, Chris, we got a we got our special our special segment with Holly Kramer, and uh, let's go to her where she's going to talk about an article that she wrote in the uh, Corrections Connection. It's nearly dusk and several firefighters from the Lenox Township Fire Department are gathered on the roof of Macomb Correctional Facilities Warehouse. They're not responding to an emergency tonight, though. They're practicing to make sure they're prepared in the event the facility needs their help. Let's go, okay? Let's move it like it's the real deal. The firefighters spent the evening training on techniques for a roof rescue, as well as a rescue scenario that involved lowering someone from one of the facility's gun towers. The Lenox Township Department trains at Macomb Correctional Facility about every two years, but similar trainings and walk-through tours are held at correctional facilities across the state to help emergency responders prepare. Jim Conrad is a regional fire and safety inspector for the MDOC. He says the trainings also help firefighters become more familiar with MDOC staff and facilities, which can help reduce response times. We've done uh, different search and recoveries where we'll actually use theater smoke, smoke up a building and kind of hide some staff and let the firefighters uh, do a search and rescue training for them. Roof rescues are always popular with our, our buildings. And unique to correctional facilities, we have gun towers, which really nobody else has. So they have done training in rescuing an incapacitated officer from the gun tower. The tours and training can give firefighters an understanding of the layout of the facility, where emergency vehicles should stage upon arrival, and where they would enter the secure perimeter. Uh, Prior coordination by staff members of both agencies can greatly reduce response times in the event of of a life safety or fire emergency. For more on the MDOC's partnerships with Michigan Fire Departments and photos of the training at Macomb Correctional Facility, check out the July edition of the Corrections Connection newsletter. All right, well, thanks, Holly, for coming out and talking about um, the training that was held at the Macomb Correctional Facility. So, Chris, let's get to this week's guest. And uh, do you like to get paid? I forgot. I... Yeah, I, I enjoy it from, from time to time. Do you want to do this for free, do you? No, I'm not okay. for free. No. Well, if you want to get paid starting uh, next fiscal year, you better listen to this podcast because um, you know we're, we're transitioning into a new a new system called Sigma, uh, where you're going to do travel vouchers, where you'll do your, your, your pay in, payment and expenses. So let's get to our guest who can explain more and how we get paid. All right, Chris. Well, I'm excited today to have on uh, a couple people um, to talk about Sigma. And you know what Sigma is, Chris, right? Uh, I don't, but I'm excited to learn. You, you can't tell us what it stands for right now? That's why we have our guest here, Greg. All you know is that... I to learn ahead of time. All you want to know is that it, you get, it's how you get paid, right? That's right. Okay. Well, let's learn how let's learn how to do this then. Let's learn about the new system that's rolling out. Uh, we have a couple guests that... Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? And thanks for coming on Field Day's podcast. We appreciate it. Hi, I'm Tori Ellison. I am the Chief Accountant for the Department of Corrections, and <coughs> I'm also the Agency Implementation Lead for Sigma, 
for the department. I've been with Corrections for 30 years and really excited about this project. And I'm Shannon Pike. I'm the budget administrator for the department. Um, been with the department for three years, um, 18 with the state, and I'm the agency uh, uh, change lead for Project Sigma for DOC. Well, guys, I know uh, I know we joked around about you know Sigma is going to replace DCDS and how people get paid, but it's going to do a lot more than that. I understand that. So let's get into what Sigma is. Um, I'm assuming that Sigma stands for something. Yes, uh, Sigma stands for statewide integrated governmental management applications. Okay, we, we got that now. Um, so what is Sigma? Can you give us an overview um, of what the new application offers? Uh, the, the application is a uh, single system that encompasses many of our current financial and business applications. It includes accounts payable, accounts receivable, budget development, procurement, vendor self-serve, cost accounting with grants and projects, inventory management as well as asset management, and time expense reimbursement, um, travel reimbursement, and labor and leave, which uh, you know the, the latter part will include all employees or will affect all employees as they will enter their new payroll into they will enter payroll into the new system. Well, um, Tori, let's let's unpack some of that. You said you said quite a bit um, of what Sigma's going to replace. So, you know, how is this going to the, the everyday employee out there um, outside of you know procurement or, or people who are in the finance um, part of the department? What's going away? What is Sigma going to replace, and um, how is this going to affect the daily operations of just a normal employee out there? Sure. Uh, Sigma will replace Maine, which is the, uh, the state's uh, financial system, as well as DCDS and MITES, which is the travel reimbursement system. So those systems are going away, and everything will be in Sigma. Okay. So here's my question, I'm selfishly asking you, because you know I, I do expense reimbursements, I put my time in to get paid. Is this? Do you see the system as easier, um, harder, same? How, how how does it compare to the, our current system right now? It is uh, very intuitive. It is a, a good system. Yeah, you know, I, I think in terms of um, entering payroll, entering your time, or doing the uh, travel reimbursement, I think it's very similar to what we're doing now. It's like Tori mentioned, it's really intuitive. I think folks will um, understand it very easily. Um, when, when we think about some of the broader impacts for the department, the payroll piece and the travel piece will impact you know most people. So um, you know we'll be rolling out training for that coming up. Um, a lot of that will be computer based. Um, so um, just kind of stand by and it, it's coming. So, but what if you're an employee out there who prefers to have a DOS-based system to do all their work? <laughs> yeah. I guess so, it's probably important to note that, well... Is that a true story? People actually like a DOS? You make, you make it a joke, Chris. <laughs> I, well, we have four generations in our workforce, and so I think a few of those generations might prefer the old DOS-based system. Still, I'm looking forward to something new. And <laughs> There's still some Commodore 64s out there, I understand. <laughs> but it's probably important to note that um, for those employees who maybe don't like change or who have just kind of gotten used to this, that this isn't something that the department's doing on its own. This is something that's happening to all state departments. So the state decided to change this. That's that's a good point. Um, it's a statewide uh, program. It's been under development for a number of years. Um, uh, but, you know, overall, um, it's it's something that's really straightforward. It, should, um, people really shouldn't be um, nervous about it, um, especially the broader impacts. It's very straightforward. 
um, not unlike what things are, are occurring now. Um, I should also mention that the payroll piece is going to be impactful for folks that are doing DCDS now. Um, for officers who interface their payroll through the Tracy Time system, um, they won't see a change, and so they'll continue to do what they're doing. Okay, that's yeah, that's important to note. So it doesn't affect corrections officers, but that's everybody right. else, correct, will have to change. Okay. Well, you know, having having said that, Shannon, it sounds, and I know some people don't like change, and you know, this is going to be a change, but it sounds like anytime we can move all these systems that Tori talked about into one system, that's that's kind of what is happening now. It is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's um, really combining um, a lot of systems. Um, it's improving things. It's bringing things into the 21st century. It's going to be an improvement um, for all agencies statewide. Okay, good. So this is web-based, I assume? It is. Okay, excellent. Um, so my next, my next question is, you know, we talked about the program, what it's going to do, um, who it's going to affect, but when is this going to happen? And is, is, is staff going to be trained on how to use this? Is there a date that we need to be have you know, in our minds to, when this starts? Yeah. Um, actually, we went live for the procurement piece or, or portions of the procurement piece um, just this week um, on, on the 31st, and so it was, was somewhat seamless. We had done some training for that already a couple weeks ago. There had been sessions um, in our training sites here at, uh, at Central Office, as well as Jackson, Newberry, and Ionia. Um, so the next steps, um, we'll be getting ready for Sigma, Sigma Financial. Um, it's Sigma Financial is scheduled to go live October 2nd, and so training will pick up for that beginning uh, August 21st and actually extends on past the implementation date all the way to October 27th. So we have a, a lot of um, sessions scheduled for training. Um, folks will be getting signed up by our agency training coordinator. Now, is that training online, or is that going to be in-person training? It, it's a mix. Um, for uh, for TEL, for the um, components for time, expense, labor, and leave, most of that's going to be computer-based training. Um, for some of the more intensive components um, like within some of the accounting aspects, that's going to be classroom-based. Okay. So just to, um, you know, just because obviously the the, the payroll and the expense is, is going to affect probably the most people in the department, correct? That's right. When, it, when is that piece rolling out? And uh, when, when's the hard date for that one? Yeah, that'll be um, going live with the first full pay period in the new fiscal year, um, which is the pay period that starts October 8th. Okay. And so that pay period will start, and then access to the system will come about a week after that. October 16th, we'll be able to start entering information into the new system. A training for that piece, um, which will be uh, 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 computer-based, will start September 5th. Okay. Those dates are uh, those dates are good to know because I'm sure a lot of people out there are wondering. They're hearing Sigma. They're hearing now. They're going to hear the podcast uh, about Sigma and how it's going to affect them. Um, and people always want to know when it's going to happen and how how they're going to be trained on it. So that's good information. Yeah. In terms of that training, how are they going to get access to that? I, I've seen some tutorials that are uh, available online now. Are, is there a website that they can go to now, or is it going to be an email or something that's going to be sent to them in September? How will they find out? Yeah, there'll be a, a statewide effort um, when it comes to uh, the. Time, time expense, labor, and leave. Um, so there'll be more information coming out on that. Um, we're using a system called My Login, um, and, and some folks have gotten access to that already, and it'll continue to roll out as we approach closer to the implementation date. So for everybody out there, Chris, who hasn't heard about these programs, don't don't stress out, don't freak out about it. Um, an email will notify you of when all this will take place. Um, don't think you have to do this all on your own. You will be notified and. Uh, I'm sure when it will be taken care of, so we'll be up and running on the new system. Well, what do you think, Chris? Did you learn anything new about Sigma today? 
I did. Um, you know, I know Shannon's been working with it for a while because, as I understand it, the, the the last state budget that we just went through that was all done through Sigma already. So folks that's, in your shop already had to deal with this. That's right. Um, Sigma one point five, they called it, is the budget component of Sigma. Um, was actually utilized during the budget process for fiscal year 18, and so we've actually been online with that for about a year, and it's been working very well. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Did you find it easier to use than... Right. Than it is. It's, it's really simple. Um, it's been straightforward. Uh, we've been... What, what used to be a paper process between uh, departments in the state budget office was replaced by this um, system. Um, it's been uh, very good so far, and we're actually implementing pieces of that uh, additional components of that um, beginning this month um, with our appropriations and allotment process for the new fiscal year that'll start in October. Mm -hmm. uh, how many folks from, from our department um, were part of this team or, or were in communications with the state when they were reaching out and talking to everybody about this? O overall for Project Sigma? Yeah. Or for the budget component? The, the, for overall Sigma. Overall, um, Tory probably has a better idea that it's several dozen of us have been involved in the um, in the testing and, and training process so far, um, a large uh, component of uh, central office folks as well as um, from our regional offices, a pretty broad array. Mm -hmm. uh, overall in the state, I believe there's something like 700 that have been involved in the process, so it's a, it's a really large project. Yeah, I think, I think it's good to note just because I think sometimes when when this hits the line staff and, and uh, other employees and they, they get this new mandate from the state that they have to change the way they've been doing something for 20 years and they say, well, this is really weird. Like, why didn't anybody think to ask me? I could have shown them a better idea. We've been, you guys have been working on this for, for many years and especially really heatedly in the last couple months and getting input from all sectors of not only this department but others so that we can make sure that we don't have these hiccups when it actually rolls out. So it seems like it's been really uh, smartly thought out. It right. We've been working on this since 2014, and we have teams that have been working together to put the configurations together and do the conversions. So we have an inventory team, and we have a team that has handled the, the HR piece and um, the accounting team. So there's about 24 uh, department employees that have been involved in this. And then going forward with the training, you're going to be training other trainers. Uh, people, other people get trained on how to be trainers, and then go out into the facilities and field offices and central office. And that's that's right. We've gone through a train the trainer process. Um, we started up training, actually, the end users a couple weeks ago. Um, the people that were really heavily involved in the procurement piece that went live on Monday. Um, as we go over the next several months, um, we're going to have. Uh, additional sessions set up uh, for financial users. Um, we have over 100, um, 100 different sessions lined up between the four training sites, and so our agency training coordinator will be um, uh, scheduling folks for those uh, training sessions coming up over the next three months. Well, you know, I, I got to say, anytime you can move all these systems into one and have less passwords. I mean, people got to be excited about that. I mean, that's one of the huge complaints is all the all the systems we have because none of them talk to each other. Um, so this this is good, and you know I've learned quite a bit about what Sigma is now, um, how it's going to affect me as just a normal employee who doesn't do finance or, or buying or anything like that. Um, so I, you know I'm looking forward to having an easier web-based system. It seems like to have all this into and you know Chris, it sounds like they have a lot of a lot of training to do. So we probably should let them get out of here and go, go start, go start training some people. <laughs> yes, because I want to be able to get paid, so I need to learn how to do this. Yes. So, go ahead. So there is one thing that I would like to add with the the payroll piece. 
the employee self-serve is what employees will go into to enter their time and manager self-serve is what managers will go into approve employees time and just wanted to mention that that is intranet based so that will be accessible from home oh good and the rest of the system is intranet based and will not be accessible from home without a vpn of course but um, it's nice to have that functionality to be able to log in and you know do your do your payroll from home yeah i don't have to when I'm home sick one day on, on payday, I don't have to call somebody and say, hey, can you enter my time in for me? That's going to be a, a very nice feature because I don't know how many times I've done that over my career. Yes, uh, Sandy Simon, the director's office, is going to be very happy to hear this because <laughs> I don't know how many times I've been off or I've been on a trip or been away, and she says, it's time, time sheet again, time again, and then she has to go in and do it for me. So this will be a heavy burden lifted off of her. Yes, and you actually have to do some work now, Chris. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's, very, that's very nice. And I can't time my trips based on when uh, timesheets are due. <laughs> Well, Shannon and, and Tori, you know, we appreciate coming on Field Days today and kind of talking about this new program because it is important and it is going to impact, um, you know, a lot of our staff. So thank you guys for coming in. Do you have any final thoughts you want to you say before we let you get out of here and go uh, do this training and <laughs> have your staff do the training? We're, we're quiet accounting and yeah, finance people. <laughs> Good. Well, you, you did say a lot today and we appreciate it. So thank you guys for coming on uh, Field Days today and sharing, sharing your story about Sigma. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks. All right, as always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Field Day's podcast.